And away we go. There goes Brad Pitt on his ship. <laughs> welcome back to another Six, edition. Sixteenth time. The sixteenth time he's been to space. Uh, welcome to welcome to relatively subjective everyone. Hi everyone. <laughs> I'm George. I'm David, and, and we're relatives, and we have subjective opinions on re- movie-related things. Hence the name, relatively subjective. And from that intro, you can surmise that we're going to be talking about Ad Astra. Yeah, Brad Pitt Brad going Pitt to space. Going to space. Ad Astra is actually Latin for Brad Pitt goes to space. So <laughs> that's it? why this is called. That's that. fantastic. Yeah. As such an appropriate name yeah. for this movie. Yeah, they want. They didn't want to just. It doesn't it mean out. not like, to the stars. Just no. straight Brad Pitt goes to space. Add Brad Pitt goes Astra to space. Gotcha. Cool. Add Astra. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day on this show. It's right. We're all about educating the masses, <laughs> and um, today we're going to educate you. But we're also going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So yes. if you haven't seen it and want to see it and don't want it spoiled, obviously listen to this later. We will have timestamps. Skip to the end, or just skip to the end, <laughs> and we'll talk about um, what Our we'll do next. And, and uh, yeah, what you, what you should, if you even if you. But should that might contain spoilers. Movie. Our ratings might contain spoilers, also. Yes, that is true. So, so just listen to the numbers and then just skip. Yeah, I'll find the down. numbers precisely. <laughs> I'll write down. You're gonna timestamp our numbers yeah. just when we say like the one Literally second. Just the numbers. All right, cool. <laughs> We're gonna timestamp this. There's gonna be like at least fifty timestamps on this, so you know exactly what you're gonna get, yeah, and um, you won't get spoiled about anything that you don't want spoiled. Yes. And um, full spoiler warning. Full ahead. spoiler warning ahead for everything we talk about, really. So uh, let's get into it before we talk about the movie. Before we talk about the trailers, what have you been watching since the last time I saw you? It's been a minute. I've been on vacation. You have been on vacation. I've been watching. I've been watching a bunch of shit, actually. Um, I've finished, so the first thing that I was watching that I actually finished was the first season of Carnival Row. Oh. Yeah, so this is the show with, um, what's his name? Orlando Bloom mm-hmm. and Cara Delevingne. Yes. Uh, and it's like a fairy world and shit, and she's a fae, she's got wings, and, and he's a human, and like they're star-crossed lovers across these two, whatever. Um, yep. But, uh, so I finished it, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, again, spoiler warning, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> so the whole season uh, kind of like revolves around this one detective who's obviously in this city uh, who's trying to solve all these gruesome murders. And the murders are happening from this otherworldly creature. Um, so it's like, it's not, not human and not fey. Like, oh no, what is it? So it's called this Dark Asher kind of thing. And it's literally an amalgamation of different pieces of different... Creatures? Uh, creatures put together as kind of like a reborn puppet of different things. Ooh. So like the entire season, you're just like, oh my God, who's pulling the strings? Is, is it this person? Is it that Can person? I make a guess? Who is it? Sure. It's Orlando Bloom. <laughs> it's not. Damn it. <laughs> um, is it whoever else is famous in this? It's not Cara. So it's not Cara Delevingne. Uh, so it's actually interesting. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there's a lot of... It was Dean Cain. There's a lot of uh, like famous people in this show actually um but uh i do want to say i'm going to look up the cast now uh so there's alenda bloom cara delavine um yum, yum, yum. who else is in this show that you would know jared jared harris ah yes and... i don't know who that is <laughs> <laughs> ah yes who is that person um so jared harris this guy you know if you if you you, you know this guy <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes. Oh, uh, sure, there you go. Um, and um, what else is he in? He was in Mr. Deeds. And then also... What else is he in? I forget. Where is... He was in Resident Evil 2. Is he really? He was the, the doctor in the wheelchair who paid, or like was trying oh, to get the, yeah. the, guy, the gang to go get his daughter. That's right. And also Indira Varma, who was also from Game of Thrones fame. She was the... Uh, the, the the sister of the guy who got his head smashed ah yes in. um so so it's pre- it's the, the entire show is pretty cool it has a lot of like really fun mystical kind of elements that come into it uh one of my favorite parts is when she he's talking to a mima which is basically like a high priestess in the fey community and he's just like oh is it just magic and she's just like magic is the word you use for science you don't understand yet and i was just like bam that old chestnut. that's cool 
so basically, it, it so happens that someone is using this quote-unquote dark magic to bring this um, dark Asher to life to kill all the people to hide the secret that Orlando Bloom is actually half fey. His mother was a famous fey who ha- fell in love with a human and they banged and then he, he was the product. So it was actually Indira was the wife of the father, Orlando Bloom's father. So then she eventually goes fucking crazy and kills everyone. Ooh. Um, uh, but yeah. And then the, the season actually ends pretty cool. It's a there's like there's an undertone obviously of like racism and like fairy against fairies and all that kind of uh-huh. thing. So there's this one rebellion where he actually gets stabbed. Orlando Bloom's father gets stabbed by a uh, satyr like religious fanatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the entire human race is now against all of fey races, and they're like sequestered into Carnival Row, like in like you know, uh, kind of like. Um, like not, a like concentration camp. Yes. Oh wow. Um, and that's how it ends. That's how the season ends. So obviously oh, they're good. they're looking to make some more. Um, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. I kind of liked it. There were a little bit of parts that were kind of just like a little slow, especially when they finally uh, revealed who like the the lady was, like what she did. It was like super obvious at the point, but they tried to make it like this big unveiling, and I was like, no, we get it. Like, yeah. Keep keep moving. Yeah. But um. The effects were pretty cool. The acting was pretty good. Um, the makeup and the obviously like the costume design was fantastic. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's cool. Cool. Yeah, that's on Amazon, right? Uh, Amazon Prime. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that was one show I was watching. What about you? Noise. Um, I saw quite a bit since the last time I saw you, and this has to do with being on airplanes. For <laughs> nice. quite a long time, and also not much having to do in Cologne, Germany. So. <laughs> They had Netflix over there, and their Netflix is always different. Yeah. Uh, whenever you uh, go, go to a different country, a co- different country, yeah. Um, so I guess I'll just give you a few of the things I watched, or rewatched. Um, Fantastic Four. Uh, Which one? The OG one. The, oh, okay. the one with Chris <laughs> Evans and with Captain America himself and all the all those people. <laughs> and then I watched uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> A good back-to-back movie. Yeah. On followed, that, followed. How, how long was your flight? Uh, this was not in the uh, on the flights. These <laughs> this was in you chose in to watch the Airbnb. These? Yes, <laughs> because I was with my lady and she had never seen them, and I oh, thought, why no. not make her life better <laughs> by by showing her the way of the uh, Fantastic Four. It, it, it uh, just uh, you know Michael Chiklis. You know as a big old the Shield bang himself. Grand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shield himself. I saw. <laughs> I also rewatched Spider-Man Two. Oh, okay. Um, Which Spider-Man Two? Spider-Man Two, oh, not OG. not the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, 2. good, good, good. That those were available. We did not watch them. <laughs> um, good. But we watched Spider-Man Two, and goddamn, that movie was like Peter Parker should have killed himself after oh, like no. the, the first forty minutes because his life was fucking terrible, oh, yeah, and I yeah. forgot how bad yeah he his life was, and you know it's. It's interesting to see what was considered like top shelf superhero movies back then. Yeah. And just like going 10 years later yeah. and seeing how much it's changed. More than 10 years. This movie came out in 2004. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's uh it's interesting to see that parallel and like comparing it especially to Tom Holland's Spider-Man mm-hmm. who's uh it like while that's fresh in your memory yeah. is always like I don't know. It was it was very interesting to rewatch and I I I don't like it as much as I remember. Yeah, it was very. I don't know. It's a you know product it's, of its time. It yeah, it, it doesn't seem to age well. But you know, you can't ask that of every movie, especially, especially a superhero superhero. movie. Yeah. So, you know, not nothing nothing bad to say necessarily about it. But you know, it, it was good for its time. And remember uh, it the way it is. Remember <laughs> the way it made you feel back in the day. Uh, also watched um, Vice with Christian Bale where oh, he plays hey. Dick Cheney. Nice. Uh, that was really good. Yeah. His performance was, was amazing. Definitely on my list to watch. Yeah, it's it's a little on the long side. It's like two hours. This is one I saw on a plane. Two twelve. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was really good. It, it it did the same thing. I remember. Did, you haven't watched The Big Short yet, right? No. Yeah, it does a very similar thing where it's a lot of breaking the fourth wall and sort of this fast-paced entertaining documentary style of a movie <laughs> so it'll like cut in and out of reality kind of like a house of cards kind of um 
uh, it's very reminiscent of the big short i'm sure it, they were like made by the same people or written or directed they were written that one was written directed by adam mckay but i don't know what the big short was but both of them were produced by brad pitt i think so that's interesting and interesting for this episode i guess um let's yeah, see uh, adam mckay directed both of them yep yeah it's it, it was a very similar style and uh kept you interested in what what some would Mm-hmm. say is boring like subject matter yeah. unless you make it like sexy and mm-hmm. digestible and that's what they did with Dick Cheney so <laughs> so uh, good good all around especially the performances they were very very good like Christian Bale like totally disappeared and just yeah. turned into Dick Cheney I was like Ugh. <laughs> what have you done <laughs> what sorcery give me back give me back my Christian, Christian Bale oh, please uh, yeah and uh, that's all I've been watching okay, since cool. Well, I mean, I watched a few more, but I'll save that for the yeah. next episode. Um, yeah. Cool. I've been watching some more things. What else have you been watching? I was going to just do one more. Oh, oh okay. I thought <laughs> I thought you were... Okay, yeah. No, I got some more things. Dump uh, it. Yeah, so I also finished... I talked about this last time we recorded Marianne, the Netflix the horror, horror thing. story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get... You didn't nope. get a chance to watch mm-hmm. any episodes? Uh, I was so watching I, Fantastic So Four. I finished it, and... Um, it's pretty interesting. It actually kind of does keep pace all the way through up until like the last episode. Obviously, it's the last episode, so it like slows down a little bit. Uh, but I thought it was pretty interesting. It was pretty cool. Uh, there's this whole story about like this witch, Marianne, who uh, like imprints herself on this young woman so that she can write stories about her so that people can get scared so that she can gain power. Basically, mm. basically that's like the whole arc of the entire series okay um but through throughout of it throughout it obviously people who get close to her get trapped and sucked into all this evil so a lot of bad things happen to everyone else and not so much to her but obviously by uh the transitive property Uh things bad things happen to her as well right um so uh i don't want to ruin it because i do want you to watch it um i'm definitely more interested in this than the the uh fairy tale show you were just talking about uh so um it does keep some of this creepiness factor. It is a little bit scary. Uh, like I said, up until the very last episode when they like literally explain everything and you're just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then oh. it's like a downhill thing. Oh, there. that's it? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and it, no, it's, it's not like a that's it moment. It's more of just like, oh, I get it now. Okay. You and then like, answers. and then you're just like, yeah, you're ready. You got the answers and you're like, and then there's like still 20 minutes left in the episode. Because uh, okay. obviously there's like the what happens next. They have to resolve um, everything. Yeah. Um, cool. So I like it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, it is in French. Um, it's pretty, like, I think it was pretty scre- pretty creepy, pretty spoopy. <laughs> um, uh, there's a couple of good deaths in there. Um, nice. Yeah. And it, it didn't shy away from being scary or being gory, which what the next thing that I watched should have done oh but it didn't because uh it was produced by the cw Uh oh. very unfortunately so i'm actually very excited that they created a show netflix and, the, and i guess the cw but netflix created the show two sentence horror stories two sentence horror stories. so have you ever heard of the two sentence horror stories i think i saw something on like social media maybe like so a... i mean these have been floating around forever it yeah. started as a tumblr post uh, it was it like is. yeah it started yeah. as just like you know two sentence horror stories and then you know it's literally two sentences that are completely jarring put back to back it freaks you the fuck out yeah it's like the father heard his son crying but his son had said for like two years yeah exactly two, or like you yeah, know two uh, uh i uh it was hard to it was hard to sleep because of all the ghouls like because of all the crazy picture, uh, pictures up in the wall but when I woke up I realized it was windows or oh, something shit. like that yeah so it's it's pretty interesting uh, I like this one uh, I can't move breathe speak or hear and it's so dark all the time if I knew it would be this lonely I would have been cremated instead oh Jesus so yeah so it's really, I'm scared <laughs> so it's really really cool uh, oh this one's fun too don't be scared of the monsters just look for them look to your left look to your right look under your bed behind your dresser in the closet but never look up she hates being seen so yeah so it's really creepy super small little like really fun kind of things and again they're just like it was people random people on tumblr like just put these stories up Mm -hmm. so i was really excited i actually personally wanted to take some of these stories and make them into short films yeah like literally no more than five minutes like that's you can't really draw them out longer than that 
But Netflix and the CB, so CW did. And I'm excited because they weren't good, which means I can still do my ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. And so they did. So the they, C, this is on the CW? No, and, it's on Netflix, but it but, was produced by CW. Uh, so it's all TV 14, like. Yes, which again, they shied away from cursing, they shied away from nudity, they didn't do any blood or gore, which some of these stories, like, call for. Yeah. And would be so much better if they had done it that way. Uh, but they didn't, and I'm kind of glad because, yeah. like, again, now somebody else can come in and make it better. Yeah. There's uh, thousands of these two sentence horror stories, so it's not like you have to take the same ones and make it better. Right. But the ones that they chose were kind of good. But another thing they did was they didn't play specifically to the sentence. So at the beginning of the episode, they showed you sentence one, and then they showed you the entire thing. It was about 20 minutes of a short film. And then at the end, when everything's over, then they showed you the second sentence. And not every short film actually, like I said, paid attention directly to the two sentences. It, it was kind of like uh, influenced by the t- sentences, mm-hmm. which I didn't like because... Well, I'm, some of how long were these episodes? About 20, 22 minutes. So yeah, they had to have like dragged out, out and, yeah. and just thrown in as much as they could to, you know, make characters and, yeah. and carry out arcs and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I could only imagine if you only are only working with two sentences... What, I mean, what you, can I mean, you, you do have artistic license, than, obviously. Right. But for me specifically, like I said, I would want to. I would want to do it. But again, pay, pay really close attention to the two, two sentences and make sure that it actually fits the narrative. Mm-hmm. And some of them, like, was a stretch, and I didn't like that too much. But again, fine, I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so leave them alone. Don't make another season, please. Or if you do, kick CW out. Make it gory. Make it bloody. Make it an adult. Because, well, I, I mean, they they should probably just make them shorter. That sounds that like too. the biggest problem. Yeah. If they have to like throw in a bunch of nonsense Other that you don't crap, care about crap. to get to the stuff that you want to see, yeah. then it's it's much better to be kept in suspense and horror for five to ten minutes than it is to be bored for, for 20, twenty or thirty. Yeah. You know, but I, agree. I I think that you should do it. So fuck that. Don't yeah. tell anyone. Burn this <laughs> recording. Burn it. <laughs> I don't care if it can't be done. Do it. Find a way. Burn the audio. That's, Do it. That was a lot. All right. So then the last thing I watched, um, yes, last thing I'm going to talk about was I was actually at my friend's house and he wanted to watch this movie Defiance. So we did. It's 2008 action history uh, drama. With Daniel Craig. With Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, Liev Schreiber and Jamie Bell. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's based on a true story, which I thought was pretty cool, about two Jewish brothers in Nazi-occupied Eastern Europe escape into the Belarusian forest where they join Russian resistance fighters and endeavor to build a village in order to protect themselves and about 1,000 Jewish non-combatants. So there's this really cool dynamic between Daniel Craig's character and Liev Schreiber's character. Liev Schreiber just wants to go kill people. Like He joins the Russian army and he wants to kill Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Craig wants to stay secretive and he's just like, we have a community. We, ha- we owe it to these people to protect them and to build this community in the forest and keep them safe. Because they're not fighters, but we have to be to make everything copacetic and, yeah. and whatever. So obviously there's like a fight between them and they don't agree. So then they split and then they come back at the end, obviously, because of what, because of fucking war. Because they're defiant. Um, and at the end, it's pretty interesting. They showed like the pictures of the real uh, Tuvia and Zeus Bielski. Uh, and they actually saved over 2,000 Jews in the forest in this little community, which was That's amazing. Awesome. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh so it was really cool. Uh, it was wasn't too heavy handed on like the history. Uh, it was very much so from their perspective and from their point of view. Which was I it action driven or yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Lots there was there was there was like missions that they went on. Not only missions to like steal food, but also to kill Nazis and to like uh, the last big <clears throat> uh, climax of the movie was they had to go back to their hometown where the uh, the Nazis cr- created like this little radio tower and they had to destroy the radio tower. Mm-hmm. And then so like <laughs> Lee Schreiber goes in there with like a small quad like a small little team and all of them die except for him. <laughs> and then like basically Daniel Craig is the getaway driver. So cuz he's sick, he's I think he had typhus or something. Uh so like there's lots of explosions and there's like a shootout obviously and then he gets shot and like they have to drive off uh and then you know they, they they fall in love with like these two other ladies in the, in the village and stuff. Uh, but it was pretty good. It was two hours and seventeen minutes, but it didn't feel like it. Uh, it was fun on the action, good on the acting. 
even though sometimes they drop their accents a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a good kind of like, <laughs> it wasn't a depressing Nazi movie, <laughs> which yeah. most of them are. I hate it when they're depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is depressing because because of what because of what yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. But this was more of like a. I mean, it tells you in the movies, it's defiant. It's defiance against the Nazis. Like, they thrived and they, and like, they were babies born and they were like healthy and they were creating this community. Yeah. So that at the end of the war, they were able to continue living their lives. So it was pretty interesting. I liked it. Um, it's yeah, on, it's on Netflix. If it's you been look on at Netflix it. for like years, I think, because yeah. I always scroll past it. I'm like, Daniel Craig. And then I, like, <laughs> that's all I know is yeah. just that he's on hey, it. Look at that guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 2008, you said? 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. I liked it. Cool. Uh, yep, that's it. That's all? That's all. All right. Cool. We did it. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep this train rolling and talk about the trailers we saw before this movie, before Brad Pitt goes to space, the movie. Um, what did you see? Brad Pitt goes to space, the movie. Uh, so the first one I saw was called The Rhythm Section. Have you seen this uh, one? Wait one second. I need to find the thing. And yes, send it. Um, yeah. So it's uh, what's her name? Blake Lively. It did. I totally did not know it was Blake Lively until her name showed up in the trailer. Yeah, me too. She, she was completely different. Yeah, she was like she had, her hair is cut shorter yeah. and she's just like no no makeup and she looks like she's been through some shit. Yeah. And I honestly <laughs> thought it was like I thought it was that movie. Um, it was a new trailer for that movie, Nina. Remember that, oh, yeah, that yeah. trailer? Yeah. I thought it was just an extended trailer of that. And like, we're getting more background mm-hmm. as to why she's a badass. But then it's like, no, like, it's a completely different movie. <laughs> like then it's like Blake Lively. And I was like, that is Blake Lively. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Cool. So, so it uh, comes out end of January, 2020. So we got a revenge flick. She, yep. her family was killed in some sort of plane ter- crash, plane crash, terrorist, plane crash. terrorist attack. Yeah. Uh, and, and then she <laughs> goes crazy. And Jude Law <laughs> trains her. And yeah. Um, she becomes a badass yeah i guess a la equalizer taken you know like that and i get and that vibe peppermint and yeah stuff. that yeah. international like someone put on a revenge course trained by someone and then goes and kills everyone yep cool we've seen it before hopefully it's good yeah and then yeah. i saw after that i saw countdown didn't see that what's that no so countdown is this app that um Oh, Once I've you seen download it counts down to your death. I've seen ads for this on yeah. online. I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah. So, it's, so is, does it give you truth or dare vibes? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> very much so. Um, very kind of like it. It's funny, but it's not supposed to be <laughs> kind of vibe. I think so. Okay, so horror movies and technology have like this very interesting relationship. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, it's really just the more complex our devices get, the harder it is for us to see them as like scary. Yeah. Because when you think about like a horror movie and the lights go out, Mm -hmm. like it's literally like electricity. It's literally like a light bulb that has gone out because of spookiness or whatever. (laughs) Before it was candles. And that was, that was scary because it was like, Oh, who's blowing that candle out? Where's the wind coming from? Now it's like, who's turning the lights off? And that's still scary. But then it's like, you get a call and you're going to die seven days. days later. And now it's like a countdown on your phone. And it's like, it's, it's hard to, to, at least for me and to take it seriously, uh, to take it seriously, to be like, yeah, okay. My <laughs> smartphone's going to kill me. Yeah. And, and it's like hard to like, and it's funny too, because even the main character in the trailer does that. Yeah. Like she's, she's just like, it's just a stupid app. Like no one's yeah. going to die. And then she's just like, oh my God, three of my friends have died. Yeah. So this has to be real. And I don't know. It's just it's hard to tie supernatural occurrences with technology, yeah. and it's just I don't know. You I, have to, I feel like you have to do it right. You have to be, you have to like skirt that line, Black Mirror, like perfectly. Yeah. And in this movie, anyway, it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. It, yeah. it looks like it's gonna be very funny when it's not supposed to be. Um, I it's gonna be very predictable. I'm sure yeah. all of the jump scares that they showed in the trailer, I didn't jump. Did they show they like w- like what happens, or is it just like Final Destination where like someone got hit by a truck, someone no, fell actually, off a so, scaffold, so or whatever? So the people, the people, quote unquote, disappear. Oh, uh, that's so, not scary at all. <laughs> so, but actually, you see someone who quote unquote dies, 
and it's this girl in her bathroom and she's like about to take a shower or whatever and again it's like very final destination like what's gonna happen she's gonna slip and fall she's gonna get her head caught in the like sink or like what's gonna (laughs) happen uh but literally she her phone counts down to zero and she turns around and you see from the outside of her door she literally just gets sucked up into the ceiling and and that's it that's it and that's like the end of the scene like uh-huh. up in the trailer yeah so it's just like what <laughs> so but then there are other people that actually like die like get heart attacks for no reason like oh he was he was only 20 something but yeah he, he died from a heart attack or whatever uh so i guess it's like death or the devil whoever whatever however they decide to kill you is how they kill you um huh. and then so in the main in the movie charlie mcdermott uh who no yeah no and winters who is the main character who downloads the app and she's got like two days to live. So she like has to unsol- like has solve, to solve basically yeah. everything before she dies. And then she's going to find out that some app creator died in the lab somewhere. And I'm sure it's going to be is... some sort of like Satan worshiper or whatever. Yeah, and they're just like created this app and whoever downloads it dies. But like, it's interesting too, because some like one of the guys says he like looks into the code because like they have to find like this hacker dude and he's just like it's just a random countdown like it gives everyone a random debt countdown number but whenever that countdown number happens to hit zero that person needs to die uh-huh. so like some people get like oh 67 years oh 55 years then she gets two days and she's just like Four. yeah so uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it's just hard to wrap. It's just hard to get behind it. It's just, I mean, a ghost becomes yeah, an app developer and then like, he's <laughs> like, it, I know how to get these it, kids. It releases October 25th. So right in time, right, uh, right on time for Halloween. Yeah. I, I will probably go see it. If you don't want to see it, you don't have to, but, but I'm looking I'll let forward you know. to what, what you think yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. Didn't see that, but what else did you see? I saw, I saw an extended trailer for knives out. Oh, not me. What you? What, what was extended for for <laughs> Knives me. Out? Uh, so there was a lot more kind of like relationship drama that was happening. A lot more like jump cuts of people like swooshing and what's going on. Were there better don't. jokes? Uh, no. Oh man. Uh, it was really just Daniel Craig being very suave mm-hmm. and um, what's his name, Chris Evans being very playboy millionaire, mm-hmm. and everyone else being more of who they are. Oh, okay. uh, it 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 was like probably an, a minute longer than we've seen of the movie but it was all very just snippy uh-huh um oh and i mean i'm know, i'm man. still not excited for the movie yeah me either but at the same time we're probably gonna go see it yeah so. i mean hopefully it's just it really is a whodunit like no one has ever done it before yeah and they keep saying that and i yeah. keep doubting them <laughs> well we'll see we'll see and i i just hope it's not like a whodunit we haven't seen before because it's like Wes Anderson, like yeah, you know, it's like quirky. Quippy, yeah, yeah I, I, that, it's that like no. And I was like, no, I want to see like a real whodunit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you promised me so much, <laughs> yeah. so much more than this. Uh, and actually, some of the character T- Tony Collette's character, we saw a little bit more of her. She's annoying. <laughs> Whoever she's playing, Johnny Joni Thromby is her character. Uh-huh. She's just so annoying. Is it her voice or is it just like the like... way that she's portrayed? I mean, I love Tony Collette. Like she, yeah. she has range. She can yeah. she can act very well in different things. Cause she's from a uh, freaking. Uh, 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 oh, your um, uh, beheading. Um, yeah, the movie that, where she got mm-hmm. her beheaded. Oh, Hereditary. Hereditary, yes. yeah, which is on Netflix now. By the ah, way, watch it just in time. Um, so like I loved her in that movie. She was fantastic. Yeah, but in this one, like, she's very you know. Play, playboy millionaire like she's just like uh-huh, I don't really care man either I'm a dumb blonde and I'm just yeah. like mm, you have more substance than that you can do better but whatever that's uh, the character she's playing I know I know it's not her but like Tony's every, a but great every, person everyone else kind of feels like that it's like they're very super obviously from the rich family so they're very superficial and I don't know I just I want to go see it just to see if how I think it ends is how it ends okay um, but anyway that's All right, what I um, any I saw, other trailer? Oh, I saw a bunch more. Uh, <laughs> I saw Gretel and Hansel. Oh, I saw that. Just not in this movie, but I've seen it. So, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're trying to really make the Gretel, Hansel and Gretel, Gretel and Hansel story into like this fantasy horror thriller thingy. Uh, and I really enjoy the uh, Alice Krieg, who plays mm-hmm. the witch. I love her. I think that she's great. I think she's got a great look for being a witch. But from the trailer... It's not super, like, scary. It, it it's like um, I want I want to like we only saw a, I only saw a short trailer, 
but I I really hope they play into like the whole witch and like satanic kind of ritual kind That's of thing. That's what I'm thinking they're going to go with. Cuz cuz that would be very exciting because we've never seen that, you know, side of the story before. Uh, but at the same time, like we kind of know that they have to kill her. Yeah. So I want to see how they twist it. Well, this one's Gretel and Hansel, so Instead maybe Hansel maybe she Gretel. gets the kids. That's what happens, right? Like they kill the witch in that story. In, in Hansel and Gretel, they burn her. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But they switched it, so maybe the witch wins. And then Jeremy Renner and what's her name? <laughs> yes. Come, they come in. Good and just, movie. They time travel to <laughs> yeah. save their past selves. <clears throat> Very nice. Uh. <laughs> Gretel and Hansel. When is that getting a sequel? Never. Um, this is the sequel. It's oh, a prequel. Shit. It's a prequel. But they explain their. They have an origin yeah, story. Yeah, no, yeah, they do. They killed the witch, and they're like, "We like pretty to much kill witches." <laughs> 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 they just have machine guns and stuff. Good oh, that, times. That's that, 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 that yeah, was. Yeah, no, that, that was a that was a like an intro to their montage of killing. Yeah, yes, witches. of course. Uh, yeah. So what then else? that was I got. I so I I saw this. Uh, I actually posted it on the relatively subjective Facebook page. Facebook page. If you're on our Facebook page. Facebook. Uh, page. The King's Man. Oh yeah, I did not see that coming. Me neither. Yeah. Not at all. I thought this was a completely different movie. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the same font, and I was like, what? Yeah. So, well, when I'm, they when he shows up in front of the shop, yeah. I'm like, Kingsman. Yeah. And then the King's Man, and I was like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks interesting. I'm excited. I, I liked it the first two. Uh, I really hope there's a lot more like over the top action and really fun. Fight well, I wanted to. Stuff, I so. wanted to go back to the way it wasn't for the first one. Did you see the second one yet? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw it. Did you like it? It wasn't as good as the first one. It was like the total opposite, in my opinion. It was such over the top nonsense that it was it like took nothing from the first movie that made the first movie fun so good. and was just like what if they were american ones and then they have a whip that has a laser on it and they were just <laughs> like just like throwing gadgets at us and just like yeah you like that shit you like it and i'm like no i don't like it elton john's on this well, also what's tell, going on tell matthew vaughn that matthew vaughn because <laughs> this yes. is his brainchild uh yeah. i mean so we i mean we already know there has to be a kingsman 3 yeah from the way this kingsman 2 ended what happened at the end of Kingsman 2? Uh, Elton John lived. Elton John Of course he lived. Of course he uh, lived. But um, what's his name? Um, Were they on the run or something? No, the, the, they, they, built, they rebuilt the Kingsman shop. and uh, Eggsy? No, not Eggsy. Well, he's in charge. But uh, the American one, what's his name? The guy who used to Channing be Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. He used to be stripper. He, he gets out of the car and he's in front of the London shop and he goes inside. And then uh, that's uh-huh. so you know he's there. He's gonna either be transferred or whatever. So I really transfer people like that. That's crazy. I mean, apparently. So, yeah. but this is cool because this is how it like it all started. So yeah. I mean, I'm interested. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. For I'm, some reason, I got a lot of. Well, I got three war movies, so I thought this was just another war movie <laughs> from when it when it the way it started. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which is how it is. And it, and it wasn't and it wasn't over the top. Right off, like yeah, it wasn't like a Kingsman trailer where people it's, were what, popping World, umbrellas World, World, World and there were one. Yeah, it was it was back in World War One. So I don't know who it's like following or if it's anyone we've seen already. Mm-hmm. Is it what's his name's character? No, it can't be. I was gonna say Michael Caine's character or something. Or I mean, I'm trying to think of maybe. old people from the first movie. But none of them shared the, like the same name, unless they changed their name at the end of the movie. No. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. But even so, Ralph, Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes is too yeah. old to yeah. be that guy. Yeah, no. He's um, going to be probably the first one, right? Or Probably. The guy that starts it all. Yeah. Yeah. The number one. The number one guy. Um, then... Oh, I didn't saw that one already. Uh, oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Can't fucking <laughs> wait. It looks so to cute. To see the American Treasure movie. Seriously. Uh, yep. I, we're, I'm going to see it. Absolutely. We, we have to. <laughs> totally. We owe it to Mr. Uh, Rogers. I saw, then I saw 1917. That was one of the war movies The other I saw. war movie. The, yeah. By the way, <clears throat> the most British war movie I've ever seen. Very. Uh, very British trailer, very British movie. It's just like, yeah. you must go and not <laughs> To the back. front and, and there's sure, like, oh, 1600 of us will bar. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. And then the, even the guy running through the field was very British. He was just like, explosions going on behind him he's just like i have a mission and i must see it through sorry my brother yeah he must not die no harry Uh, and it's funny (laughs) it's funny so uh 
So, I mean, I liked the whole how 1917 was displayed on the screen, but then it said directed by Sam Mendes. And literally the guy next to me was like, Sean Mendes? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope. That would have been hilarious. Not the same guy. He's like, I'm also a director. <laughs> yeah. Sean cool. Mendes. Uh, director. I saw I saw this next trailer, which was absolutely nothing. It was literally, <laughs> literally just the name of the trailer with sound behind it, Tenet. 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 T e n e t. Tenet. Oh, I don't know that one. So, I didn't see that one. interestingly enough, I'm on IMDb, and the it doesn't exist. And no, the the thing or the description it says the plot is currently unknown. Ooh. The project is described as an action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution. Oh, shit. I bet it's a Cloverfield movie. So, Tenet. That looks... That's intriguing, and they didn't even t- show me anything. They didn't even want to yeah. be intriguing. They yeah. were just like, oh, we got nothing. They're Don't show like, it. Just watch it. Uh, just watch it. Then I got Underwater. We talked about that. We talked about that. And then the last one I got with uh, Mr. Christian Bale is back. I kind of for for whatever reason I got like, <laughs> uh, Christian. It stars Christian Bale and Brad Pitt. No, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Ford versus Ferrari, right? Yes. Yeah. So Ford versus Ferrari. It stars Christian Bale, and Matt Damon. I get very strong for whatever reason. Um, oh shit! I just got. I just had in it. It was it, a movie already came out. It was two like big stars, and they just like came together. And it was like kind of weird that they came together. Once upon oh, a time uh, 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 Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt. Once upon a time. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. I get really strong that vibes for this, but they're just like they did a big movie, so we have to do a big yeah. movie. And now they're doing Ford versus Ferrari. Maybe. I mean, uh, it, it is an interesting duo, I would say. Right. Yeah. And I don't I think thought, they've ever like worked together before, right? I, uh, not that I can like remember, like. They do these kinds of. Oh, my toothbrush. Um, they do these kinds of uh, old, fun collaborations. Yeah, like they'll they'll just um, like American Hustle is another one. Like yeah. it was like Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale. Just Christian Bale with anybody's like, yeah. what are you doing, Christian Bale? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't give a shit about cars. Uh, no, they me get neither. you from point A to point B. I don't know much about what happens on the inside and stuff. Um, sorry, uh, everyone, but. Um, yeah, it still looks interesting. Like the the characters look interesting enough. Like they made Christian Bale look like a rebel guy who puts tape on cars and yeah. makes it faster. And then Matt Damon's like, you know, he's got he's the his seller. Like, he's the marketer. Yeah, guy. and he's got his southern accent <clears throat> and all that. And I guess it's like you know, it didn't interest me that much. I saw it and I was just like, all right, cool, let's move on. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll I'll probably go see it. And then I'll let you know. All right. And then I'll learn everything about cars. <laughs> I'll be able to build my yeah. own car. And then it'll be me versus Ferrari. <laughs> and then we'll see. And then we'll see who wins. And then we'll see who wins. Uh, did you see any of those? So those are all the um, trailers I saw. All right. Um, just real quick. I saw Midway, which you didn't mm-hmm. talk about this time, but we've talked about before. Yep. War. You know. Yep. It's Pearl. It's with what, after Pearl Harbor? War featuring the Jonas Brothers. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I call this movie. <laughs> Um, the Lighthouse we talked about oh, last episode. Yes. With, very um, excited with Robert Pattinson very and uh, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Creepy, very, very creepy, creepy. creeps, creep face, <laughs> creep face Dafoe. That's what they called him as a child. Um, and uh, Motherless Brooklyn, which you still haven't seen the trailer uh, for. I saw it on Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, it's directed by by Edward Norton. Edward Norton. I think it was written stars. by him too. And yeah, written. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's Rain Man again. Uh, he was never Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Rain Hoffman was Rain Man. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, he so he's a Rain Man esque kind of guy. <laughs> he's yeah. He's got like a his like brain works differently yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Like he's got a quirk in his brain, and apparently it makes him really good for criminal Solving stuff. Solving crimes. Well, apparently he has to do that afterwards after his like boss gets Bruce Willis gets killed or something. Oh wow! And um, then he has to sort of figure it out because there's corruption within. The politics of New York and and of the, course, the criminal uh, element to it. So, so it's Detective yeah. Pikachu without it's the Pikachu. Detective Edward Norton. <laughs> gotcha. The movie. Fun. In Brooklyn. There I'm, we go. I'm ready. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it. That's, like I said, it, it looked like a parody when I first <laughs> really? saw it. <laughs> yeah. When I first saw it in the, in the trailers, I was... Even the, tra- even the, the title, Motherless Brooklyn, yeah. it sounds like... 
this like they're making fun of something it just i don't know it sounds like an snl skit to me <laughs> it's like i'm from motherless brooklyn They're the laws here are different than other laws and we got brains that work different here too <laughs> everything's everything's crazy. different because uh, we're in motherless i don't know brooklyn. it seems it seems weird to me but you know if if there's demand to, for us to go see it i will go yeah, see all it right. You guys let us know. You guys let us know. Uh, that's a, that's everything. If there's another movie out that weekend, we'll probably go see the other movie. Yeah. If Abominable 2 comes out, <laughs> you guys better watch out. Because <laughs> we totally love that So movie. hot right now. Oh, so hot right now. These yetis. These yetis. All right. That's all the stuff I saw. Yep. I'm Let's finished. talk about this movie. Brad Pitt about goes this to space movie. the movie. Brad Pitt space at Astro movie. All right. Um, let me pull up them stats. Or you want to do that because you have a computer because I have a smartphone that's uh, dying because the new <laughs> iPhone came out. <laughs> and they're just like, kill all the other iPhones. All righty. So I got IMDb at a 7 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes at 83%. Uh-huh. And Metacritic at 80%. Ooh. Do you agree? I I disagree. Um, I disagree as well. I disagree, <clears throat> and not by much. I won't say it was a terrible movie, but I will say that it was kind of boring. Boring. <laughs> it was kind of boring. I liked how... I love it when they do near-future stuff, mm-hmm. and we have technology that doesn't seem like like crazy to yeah. us because i love you could totally see the space satellite go, was pretty awesome yeah like the whole space ladder that goes <laughs> yeah. all the way up into space i want that <laughs> yeah it'll <laughs> let's, happen let's eventually it. it'll happen eventually uh, i enjoyed like there being commercial flights to the moon yeah and cool. they're having like a little mall there mm-hmm. and like there are What's areas like, of the moon that are colonized but then it's just like the wild west everywhere yeah. else which I, really I, cool. I kind of thought that was weird though. I was like, because I was I watched it with my friend and they were just like, watch out for them because they they it's it's you know it's a pirated area. They they want resources. And I was like, more resources, moonstones? Like yeah. what? Like you can buy your own pieces of ship or like scooters or whatever and make them on your own. Why do you need to kill people well, for it? From what I understood, they they were like you know whenever Did anyone they had to take deliveries colonize and stuff? their own little place outside of like the moon zone and needed some extra maybe shit? they can sell shit maybe they can sell they can kill whoever's driving a drone and sell that like little um rover Scooter, you know yeah, yeah. rover that's what it's know. called that's what that's it's not called a drone. um but you don't know what they do i mean in but space. that's another thing is like they didn't explain well which i kind of yeah like. all right uh, so i think this i also i thought it was interesting too how even when they were on mars the woman who was in charge was just like i was born here mm-hmm. like what's earth like and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> oh shit that's yeah that's intense yeah um but yeah it was it, it focused a lot on brad pitt's character and on, and he was boring and he was boring he was even he his was, voiceovers they they kind of they were very <laughs> soothing he was just like i don't my heartbeat doesn't go above 80 or <laughs> rpm but, but you know what you can fall asleep right now if you wanted to just seriously go ahead and lay he was back. he was so monotonous there was like no he I get his character has to be super calm or what for whatever reason like that's he, why he's able to go on these long space missions but he's so boring. It was it was interesting to see because it was no emotion. sort of realistic because you could totally see someone in that position being that kind of person yeah. where it's having not, to be like it's not it's not making it hollywood it's not making it like you know Flashy. these astronauts are not only astronauts but they're like super funny yeah. <laughs> like they have like crazy awesome personalities and they're it's just like, like no this guy they're is super, super witty boring. and stuff like he's just like no i'm here to do my mission and yeah. this is my mission and this he's also a little broken because of the because of his dad his father yeah. and his so mother i thought that was gonna at least like coalesce into something like meaningful, meaningful and and Cul- c- cultivate yeah, yeah culminate into yeah. an actual reason for him to continue doing this. i thought we were going to get like this contrast from beginning where we meet a level-headed astronaut and he's about his work and his yeah. mission and then as the mission goes on it takes a toll on yeah. him but even him traveling to fucking neptune, neptune. he was handling it like a champ he was just like he, he was just I, like i'm, hey, I'm whoa, not whoa, an whoa, astronaut whoa, whoa. i don't know what happens you don't know what space crazies space. are but no i know what space crazies are that's that's a thing and i understand it and yeah. i've read about it and it sucks. Yeah. But him taking what? Like, how long did it take him to get from Mars to Neptune? Like something fifty days or yeah, something like a, that. It was a good. Chunk. I don't. Again, I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> but can one person, one person, fully control 
an entire spacecraft and land it in Neptune by themselves? Well, I mean, we are talking about the near future, so you don't know what the tech is. If we're able to colonize Mars and the moon he just by puts, that he point? He puts it on cruise control. Right. And it just goes. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Like, it's like space, so you just have to, like, do that little, you know, that little <laughs> gas, little gas, and then just point it. Like, say, like, say this is, say my room is space, right? So the microphone is Mars and Neptune is that water bottle. Yeah. You just have to, like, line it up like a pool shot, like, like a and billiard just, like, shot. And go. just, <laughs> and then you're going straight. And then if, like, there's, like, a little drift, you hit a you little go, something, you go, right back in there. And that's it. That doesn't have to do much. I would assume that that's very easily done. Um, you don't have to do much in space to get from point A to point B. That's what's. It, we that's can what's all fun. be astronauts. Yeah, it's all we real do easy. Is, I use a, just bring a little air can with you. And a little, you can, yeah. A little CO2. far as you want. That's funny. Um, yeah, but, you know, like, it it was doing this balancing act between trying to keep it grounded and realistic. Yeah. But there were also parts where, like, he would fly through that uh, the ring of Neptune yeah. with a piece of metal from the ship and be totally fine. And to, yeah, and not get hit off course. Yeah. And, like, all those things were just rushing past him and he still maintained his momentum. Yeah. And I was like, that's... Not how this works. That's not how space works. <laughs> That's not how this works. Yeah. You already set in motion a specific physics and physical kind of space travel. How are you going to break that at the yeah, end? Yeah. So that's what what like uh, I don't I don't understand the the um, the praise if if we're going to argue that it was a good movie or it was interesting to see because of how grounded in reality it yeah. was, but then also have these. Physic like breaking yeah. moments, right? Then, like, what are we doing? Yeah, like you, you can't tell me you one thing and both. then do the other. Um, but that's that doesn't go to say like. And there was also a small part. The bigger part, which I have a bigger issue with, was his dad. <laughs> There's this is Tommy whole, Lee Jones. <clears throat> Tommy Lee Jones. There's this whole. So the entire movie, sorry, oh. is the entire movie surrounds him, astronaut Roy McBride having to go to Neptune mm-hmm. or actually going to Mars to send a, a laser uh, uh, transmission, laser beam transmission to his dad in, in Neptune to try to get him back, to try to get him to stop the surges that are happening and killing people and stuff. And then it doesn't even work because he has to go to fucking Neptune anyway. And his dad's just like, yeah, it's on its own. I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, Okay, so then why don't you come home? And he's like, nah, I'm space crazy. I just want to float into space? Yeah. What? <laughs> David, how long was he on that space Oh, station? like 15 years? <laughs> Do you think Even that you'd longer, be maybe? fine if you were <laughs> no. in a floating can for 15 years and be like, yeah, I'm ready to hit a, hit a McDonald's when we get back. Like, it's going to be fun. I mean, of course not. Hell no. Like, ob- he killed his, his own like astronaut buddies, whatever, colleagues. Yeah a few years ago because they tried to uh, mutiny and tried uh-huh. to like go back to earth so he killed them yeah. and he literally just let them stay there he didn't even like send them into space which is what Brad Pitt did with the five people he killed yeah inadvertently so. he was very very chill about it but he, he, well, yeah. he was like I am not here to hurt you and I am he, not here to fight you pew 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 uh oh everyone's dead <laughs> I tried send oh, them out wow. into space yeah. in the little trash bags yeah <clears throat> that's uh that was fun i mean like that was like a fun part of his character of how calm he remained within tense situations but it wasn't like it wasn't captivating like it, or yeah. well or that's it wasn't, the whole thing it was like it was just so monotone and kind of just like yeah. so blah that the only time we ever got to see him show any emotion was when he let go of the script when he was sending the transmission to his dad he started crying yeah. And I was like, fucking finally, we got some emotion here. Yeah. And then at the end, when he let his dad go, and yeah. he was just like, all right, well, you're dead. Let me go back to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this, is, this is so boring. This is nothing. You're not giving me anything to like about this character. Yeah. It was just, it's hard to, to hold on to, to the ride while he's the one that's driving. But I don't know. I feel like if they if they'd put more interesting characters around yeah. him to like I mean, sort of get reactions yeah. out of him and and uh, I, I like i said i did like the character that he interacted with that was on mars who was born there she i felt like was a, a good impetus for she actually like let him go under mars water mm-hmm. into wherever the space shuttle yeah. was to go to, to neptune so like that was cool of her but i kind of wanted more of her uh-huh. not so much like her character but more 
characters that were involved that were not with the you know U.S. The mission government. or yeah, yeah. okay because it, it you know obviously everything was from top down so the U.S. government literally I mean they from what it it seemed like they wanted to kill both of them yeah like he they were just like you know this well, cannot get out we can't let the people know that this is happening so the only people that know are these two people so they have to end well did did you get that I thought they were counting on him just doing the messages and then sending them back home. home. Yeah. yeah. But he was like, no, I need to go see my dad. But yeah. that wouldn't have done anything anyway, again, because even when they got to Neptune, he wasn't like, he wasn't in control, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. He couldn't yeah. stop it, he said. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't then, doing like, this on purpose. Yeah. He wasn't like the reason behind it. He was just like. So they were even going to go send those three other people and not Brad Pitt yeah. to go stop him. But then he probably would have killed them anyway. Yeah. Because well, he's space crazy. <laughs> and you get so much strength when you're space crazy. <laughs> you get the strength of 10 men when Even you're space though, crazy. I, I mean, exactly. How is he eating? And um, He's probably uh, making food in space or whatever. Space he's got food. a space farm. Um, uh, it, it, I, I did like the whole dilapidated... Like, I, So the movie was beautiful. It was. The like the, the roving expanses of the moon uh, and of Mars I and saw of it, Neptune. I and saw everything. it in, in Dolby, um, AMC Dolby, yeah. and it was great. Because it they... gorgeous. They like... Before every movie, they show you like the differences between yeah. like the resolution. This is, this this is regular is black, black, and, and this, this is, is Dolby like Dolby black, black. And we're like, so you see, you're in space for a lot of yeah. the movies, so you're seeing this Dolby black, and it's just like beautiful. Yeah, and the sounds of like just like the space music, mm. and it's even and, like muffled because you're hearing it from his perspective. Right. So like when they're on the helmet. we're on the rover, and, yeah. and they have that scene where they're just fighting, fighting off lasers pirates. at each other. Yeah, space lasers. Um, <laughs> that was that was cool, but I don't know. I it. I don't know. It's, it was very, like nothing happened. Yeah. Like it was like very, um, what am I trying to say? I thought at the beginning when they showed the surges and when they showed the people dying, like it was going to be, it was going to have this sense of urgency that like these things are continually happening every, like, mm-hmm. you know, first it was every day. Now it's every 20 hours. Now it's every 16. Like it, it was happening in rapidity so that they had to get him to Neptune to stop mm-hmm. this thing or else the world would explode or something. Yeah. But we lost that after the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Like he fell. It was like watching a guy go to work. Yeah. For the whole movie. And it was so boring because the person that we're watching going to work is boring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, the appeal was or what like what the, what they were counting on to keep you interested throughout the movie was because it wasn't his character. It wasn't his character. It wasn't who he ran into. It I wasn't... wanted it to be more of who he ran into. That would have been a better job. Like if, if, if any of his higher ups or supervisors or managers or whatever from NASA had more emotion or had more like because we got we got like a tiny little snippet of his dad's best friend i guess yeah donald um, sutherland's donald character. sutherland's character and like he was a kind of that cool crazy that mm-hmm. we needed to be the opposite of brad pitt's character but, but then, then he, he gets shot and he like or he had a heart attack no, or he, yeah his heart something like, happened and then he was just like, i can't do the rest of the mission I, and then i thought that that captain for the the ship yeah. that that like charismatic one yeah. that was making jokes yeah. and all that he was going to be there yeah to like, but then he fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he shouldn't have gone head to head with Brad Pitt in space. And then, oh wait, no, he died somewhere else. He died. Whoa, the space monkeys. Let's talk about oh space my monkeys. God. What? Right? Why? I this, don't know. This was so unnecessary. It was so dumb. I did not it like was, this part of the movie at all, which is why just, I forgot about it. It was just like a hodgepodge of space stuff. It really was, and, and that's another thing that I take that I think is against this movie there's a detriment to this movie because it was just like oh space pirates on the moon oh space monkeys that live for no reason (laughs) like it got me so annoyed so they they got pinged for an SOS around where before they got to Mars right yeah it was it was on their way to no yeah it was on the way to Mars Yeah, from the moon to Mars and obviously there's fucking no other spaceships around so they have to go answer it so fine let's go to fucking Mars let's go to this whatever (laughs) he gets his face eaten by a space, space space baboon space baboons yeah two space baboons two rabid space baboons that are pissed off yeah and how are they surviving in space probably eating the other guys that yeah were probably there. Yeah. but like what <laughs> i know it was it came out of left field and i don't, I don't know I had, man i don't and know like even for me like when when it happened i was just like ooh, what are we getting that's new what are yeah. we getting that's like is it like mutiny is it well, people, he, people went more space crazy? Okay, so were you upset that there were no aliens? Because this whole movie was oh, yeah. about the Neptune mission to go reach uh, extraterrestrial life, yeah, right? What was the, so uh, when we got to the distress the call, project. 
or whatever. I forget what it was. Yeah, me too. But um, the the like the whole point was to to contact other life. And when we get this distress call, I was thinking, oh shit. Oh, it's thirty years later. Oh, God <laughs> he, was, damn. he was in space. He was in, he was in space for twice as long yeah. as you thought. <laughs> Jesus, he yeah. I would want to jump into the void of space uh, if I yeah, was in there for thirty years. Okay. There's someone being murdered in the next room. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I was thinking the aliens, Lima, the Lima project, the Lima project. So I was thinking like we're gonna see a, a crew died of mysterious circumstances, circumstances. and, and then the like aliens. like we saw the claw marks on the wall, mm-hmm. and like I was like, oh shit, space baboons. We got some aliens, and as soon as I saw a baboon, I was so confused. I was just like, wait, what? And they did mention that it was like an animal research. Um, like ship or, yeah. or um, whatever it was, a station. Yeah. But I was not expecting that. No, <laughs> I was not expecting just like, the animals got out some and killed them. Rabid space baboons yeah. that are gonna eat our faces off and shit. Yeah. And for no, and then for no reason, and then that's it, and then they leave, and then he's dead, and then they never mentioned it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. And yes, again, when they, when even when he goes to, um, he gets to Neptune and he's talking to his dad, and the whole Lima project was about finding extraterrestrial life. He's just like, nope, there's no one out there. I've been here alone for yeah. the past thirty years. Yeah, and it was like, what was the point of this movie? Did you? But were you expecting an alien payoff, or were you expecting? I was expecting something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. But I expected more than what I got. Yeah. And I was disappointed with what I got. I mean, to be fair, if we hadn't gotten any evidence of extraterrestrial life for the whole movie and then he gets to the space station yeah. and there are aliens, I feel like I would have not liked that. I feel like that wouldn't have been uh, anything like it would have just been like aliens. There you go. And it wasn't I mean, like, I, I don't hinted know. at. It wasn't. I, I kind of feel like if. If they did it the right way, let's say he gets to the Lima Project, and obviously there's this surge that's being broadcasted or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, if the explanation for that was the surge started happening, and it pulled and it pushed the aliens away from us, from our solar system, so I kept it happening because if I didn't, I don't know what would have happened if they were to be able to go and travel to Earth. Oh, like they were hostiles. Yeah. Mm. So like maybe like they got into a f- like he like they shot the ship. And then they damaged the core, and the core started surging, and then they like pulled back. And then Tommy Lee Jones was like, It was the only thing keeping you. Yeah, I didn't know what else Earth. to do. So I was staying here, waiting for a big enough surge that they're going to kill me or kill them. But I don't know how to fix it. But then you wouldn't have had that element to Tommy Lee Jones' character where he was like, So his life was all about finding, finding extraterrestrial yeah. life. So he would have probably joined them, if anything. He would have <laughs> been like, Can I be one of you, yeah, please? Maybe. Uh, I feel like there could have been a better explanation besides, nope. Well, I mean, like, let the, me die in the void of the, space. The payoff was either going to be extraterrestrials or some sort of closure between the father and son relationship. But we didn't even, we get, didn't even that. get that. It was like literally, he like, he showed crazy. up. He showed up after that long trip, and then his father was like, I never cared about you. Yeah. And, never and cared Brad about Pitt, you, never cared about We got mother. like one tear, and that was cool. But like, and that was it. That was it. Even, even after, as he's letting his father go into the void of space. He's a deadpan. Yeah, he's just like, well, there it is. Got to get back to my ship now. Anyway, here I go. Back to work. Yeah. And Liv Tyler did a lot in this movie. <laughs> she did, she was in the movie for a combined two minutes. Yeah. She, she, she did some flashback work. Did she even have any lines? No. She was just like looking at him <laughs> she, all sad. She walked around. And that was it. She put her keys down and she left. <laughs> Easiest paycheck ever. And then ever. she was in bed with him for like five minutes and that was it. Um. I, Seriously, I went, big, I, nice paycheck. I went to like, go. I went to go see this with my lady, and uh, she pointed out like maybe she was just there because she's like um, someone you already associate with an astronaut movie, that being Armageddon, <laughs> and so she's just like makes the perfect astronaut's wife like for yeah. this role, and then she was just like, yeah, it's just something familiar. Oh, for she you did guys. have lines. He looked. He remember he looked at the a message that she he left. She left him. Like yeah. some how many years ago? Oh yeah, and she was just like, "Hey, are you in space? Cool, I'll be here." I can't keep doing this. Yeah, I, I love you. And anymore. he's just like, <clears throat> and he's again psychological dead, evaluation. <laughs> I am good. I feel good. It is illogical for me to show feelings. I had eggs for breakfast, and they're like passed. Good job. I thought I liked how, I mean, I, I'm sure this is like a real thing, but I liked how every day or however many times a day he had to do a psychological like evaluation and he actually failed one time and mm-hmm. he's just like no fucking do it over again yeah. <laughs> um 
But I thought that was interesting. I honestly thought we were going to get some payoff from that too. Like his psychological, like eval um, was going to be eval was like, going to get like worse and worse yeah. and worse. But no, nothing. Yeah, it was just nothing, guys. Watch nothing. Brad Pitt go to work in space. Don't see this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so right. how so. many? Um, let's see. I didn't think of one because I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. This movie was two hours long, and it felt like it. Yeah. Um, Terrible. I I mean. We, I have a very obvious one. Give me one. How many... You're going to say psychological evaluations. No, I was going to do... How many uh, rabid space baboons out of 10 do you <laughs> give this movie? That's a good one. Um, I'll give this six uh, space baboons. Six rabid space, space baboons Rabid out of 10. space baboons. I enjoyed the world. I enjoyed the the tech and the the watching like where we would go possibly if we were to colonize Mars and, and the moon. Um, a lot of most of the space related effects and you know yeah. circumstances were realistic uh, save for like the going space through the, the space monkeys are going through the rings of Uranus and not Uranus um, Neptune, <laughs> Neptune <laughs> and uh, like landing perfectly on the ship and like being able to hold on as opposed to just like skidding off the side and falling <laughs> into the void of space right after your dad Um you know, it it was, it wasn't interesting enough to keep uh, interested. I think, especially not when Brad Pitt's character is designed to be the calmest person and like <laughs> not show any emotion and just do what he was. His character was written to do, and that was it. We didn't even get a good payoff with the relationship between him and his dad or anyone. No aliens, which is fine, but you know, like might have helped this movie because it was kind of boring very boring and um <clears throat> also way too long this movie yeah. was like two hours and change of going through Nothing. silent ass space with occasional space music and uh psyche valves <laughs> occasional space music um yeah so that's what i'm gonna give this cool. how many um years alone in a space station do you give this it felt like 30 it felt like 30 but i'm gonna give this five out of ten years in space um because i would rather spend 30 years in space than watch this movie again oh shit (laughs) um if you could bring netflix or something with you that would be good because then you could just pass the time there. (laughs) 30 years oh god (laughs) i wonder i wonder what tommy lee jones did but more on your review. <laughs> it's a that's a different uh, it's a different podcast. Yeah. Um, what did Tom Lee, Tom Lee Jones do for thirty years? Uh, yeah, so five out of ten. This movie was long. It was boring. There was no payoff. <laughs> it it was beautiful. It looked really nice. It sounded pretty good at some times, but there were just too many things that were just kind of like, if for a movie that was supposed to be so grounded in reality. There were certain things that happened that were just too unbelievable for uh-huh. me that I was just like pulled out a few times in yeah. this movie. And I was just like, <laughs> it was just two hours of my life I wasted, I guess. I can't uh-huh. get it back. Um, there's. Would you recommend seeing this even in uh, at home, like on Netflix? I wouldn't. I no. would I would say read a review, honestly. Like go on IMDb and, and like read the summary of the plot. It'll take you a few minutes versus two fucking hours yeah. of nothingness uh-huh. and you'll be able to talk about it at parties <laughs> uh and you could be like hey you, did you guys see that ad Astro movie wasn't it awful and yeah. everyone will, will agree with you yeah or um, just listen to this review i guess yeah i don't know that too. if you don't want to read if you want to just listen to stuff you can just uh, listen to us yeah regurgitate um, that so yeah it was it was just not it was not a good attempt at a realistic space movie. Mm-hmm. I got, I mean, I got very good like gravity and all those other space movie vibes, but none of them really have hit it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still waiting. Cool. Still waiting for a well, good, realistic, not too distant future set space movie. One day. It's not that hard, guys. Yeah. Well, get I liked, it right. I like Interstellar. I like Interstellar too. Well, there we go. There's one. Well, no, mm, I I didn't. I don't think it was perfect. Well, no. It was a. It was good. You're waiting for a masterpiece. I'm waiting for like the best space movie ever. And 2001: A Space Odyssey. No. Oh. Okay. 
Well, there you have it, folks. Um, that was our review on uh, Ad Astra, a.k.a. Brad Pitt Goes to Space, the <laughs> movie. Um, if you have any questions, comments, uh, any of that, uh, you can email us at relativelysubjective at gmail.com or you can find us on any social media. Uh, by any, I mean the main ones. Don't go on like Friendster. We're not on there. Friendster? Does that exist anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Do the kids use the Friendster? <laughs> Uh, is it MySpace? Is it my, we're not on MySpace either, so don't look there. And uh, I don't yeah, know if MySpace still exists. I think it does, but like, I think it's a music streaming uh, thing wow, now. Really? Or it's trying to be. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, it's an abandoned amusement park. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, uh, yeah. Next week we will have, or next episode we will have the Joker review. Joker. Um, Look forward to that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, until oh, yeah. then, may all your Astras be ad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can I can only do may all your ad be Astra. Well, there you so, go. There it is. So, uh, all right. Thanks, the, everyone. Brad Pitt to the stars. Brad Pitt to the stars. Thank you Bye. very much, Brad Pitt, for your service. Bye. <laughs>